You're listening to the Bulls McLean Hour. And now your host, a man that deserves no introduction. Whatsoever. Thank you for joining us for another episode of the Bowles McLean Hour. We're going to be talking about my new phone, who dis. Now, I don't really have a relative um, context to who dis because it wasn't a new phone. It wasn't a new number, I should say. It's just a story about how I got my new phone. And how angry it made me. So, uh, anyway, you're welcome, boys and girls, for this one. Some people are out there saying, this is stupid. He's stupid sometimes. That's right. That's also a theme of the show. I'm annoying. So, new phone, who dis? Classic. The Bulls McLean Radio Hour is brought to you by your mother's cunt. No, don't use that, please. (coughs) Yesterday I uh, had a conversation with uh, my girlfriend's stepbrothers. It's Memorial Day. We had a uh, nice little outing at her stepmom's, and uh, joining us were two stepbrothers. They're they're a little younger than us. One eight years, and the other probably about 12 years younger than uh, me and her. Not that that matters. But at one point, the conversation went to... Uh, brought up how uh, there, there's a new Top Gun movie coming out. And I had said, uh, I've never seen Top Gun from, what is that, 1988? I said I'd never seen it. And uh, I never will. And I also will not be seeing... Top Gun Part 2. Maverick. Top Gun Maverick, as they call it. I don't know why they just don't call it Top Gun Part 2. Or Topper Gun. Topper Gun? That's not a good joke. It's not very funny. But anyway, anyway, girlfriend was right there having this conversation. And part of this, uh, let me tell you something. This is a conversation I have had for 30 years. People say, of course, they go on and on and say, hey, you've got to see Top Gun. What? You've never seen Top You've got to see Top Gun. And I assure them that I do not have to see Top Gun. <laughs> I, I can live with it. You know, I am a movie snob. I, all the same caveats that go with this conversation. This conversation, I, I tell people, when I recommend stuff, I say, you should see it. Or I don't know. I say, uh, in my conversation, I would say, um, well, you should check it out. You know, I, I'm not forceful with stuff. I don't say you have to do something, but I'm saying, yeah, yeah, it's pretty good. You should check it out. You know, I say it casually or not or don't. I kind of I kind of get it. So my girlfriend likes to see all the latest shit. She actually gets really excited about seeing the latest shit. And then 
uh, once it kind of dissipates, she kind of forgets, whatever. Because we have not seen Spider-Man 3, the uh, Mouth of Madness, what's it called, man? Um, nor the other, I don't know. She likes to be very on on topic with movies, and I, um, I'm not. In more cases than not, I'm not. So anyway, uh, on and on, you have to see Top Gun. No, I don't have to see Top Gun. I get what it is. I have seen uh, probably 99% of Top Gun in my life just walking by TVs and seeing uh, clips and Quentin Tarantino talking about the gay way and all those little fun little caveats of it over the years. I had friends at my age were fetishized Top Gun. I mean, I'm pretty sure a close friend of mine joined the Navy because he, uh, he he loved Top Gun so much. Not that one has anything to do with the other, obviously, Air Force. But um, yeah, I nothing nothing to nothing for me. Does seeing that advertisement when it came out did nothing for me, and had zero problems with seeing it. So had this conversation for ten or more minutes. As I said, constantly the same thing. <clears throat> you have to. How can you? Because I, I don't know. It looks stupid. I don't want to see it. Who, who cares if I don't want to see it? How do you know you don't like it um, if you haven't seen it? Because uh, I can. Because I've seen the poster. That's why. I've seen the poster. I can judge a book by its cover. As I'm sure I've said in this podcast before. So, anyway, a little bit of annoying, annoying conversation. And it's an annoying conversation that I've had for literally 30 years of people uh, time and time again. Now that there's Top Gun Part 2, which I don't mind watching the trailer for. I think it's funny that what a 64-year-old Tom Cruise is dealing with his problems and he's got to get on the plane and they're crying and I think they got a CGI Val Kilmore and there's no Kelly McGillis. There's no Meg Ryan. I can tell that kid from Fantastic Four plays Goose his um, son, because I know who they, I know who everything is. <clears throat> I know everything about Top Gun. I know it's directed by Tony Scott. I'm a Tony Scott fan, but I'm not gonna go see that Tony Scott film. I'll live. Uh, as a matter of fact, Tony Scott, what he jumped off a bridge in, I would say about 2016, no, probably 2015 or so. And a lot of my film buff friends are texting me, Hey, Tony Scott, what do you think he had? Do you think he had uh, stage four cancer? Maybe he was, um, maybe he had a death sentence of some kind, an ailment. Uh, And I would text back, maybe he was, uh, maybe he jumped off a bridge. Maybe Tony Scott committed suicide to save us from a Top Gun sequel. That's something I, I wrote, obviously, what, six, seven, eight years ago, whenever it was. Turns out he didn't. He just had a bad day. He was feeling, he was feeling a bit blue. Tony Scott, who should be the only person to direct Top Gun to, and I stand behind that now, especially since he jumped off a bridge. Uh, we we don't need a Top Gun two. I've also never seen more than two of those Mission Impossible movies. Never seen a single one of those things. So after this today, um. My girlfriend and I saw a little bit of an interview with one of the guys in Top Gun. It's one of these third-tier char- characters of it. I, you know, I don't know his name. I've never seen this guy before. I, 
Um, he's not, yeah. <coughs> so anyway, she and I and I was talking about. It, I go, oh, you know, um, she was saying we should we should see it, and I said, no, I'm not gonna see it. I said, no, man. It's like you know. I go, well, good news is, if people want to catch up on Top Gun, Part One. They can. All they have to do is get a Netflix account. I noticed that it was on Netflix. <coughs> and she wanted me to watch Top Gun and then go see Top Gun Part 2. Of which I kept saying, Sweetie, you just heard this conversation. I'm not, no, I'm not doing it. And please, by all means, go and see it. See Top Gun again on Netflix. I'm sure, I'm sure she doesn't need to. I think she saw it. And it's not that I don't think, you know, you got the bullet points. Um, uh, he's flying around. He's all hot shit. Um, Val Kilmer is kind of the asshole, but he's probably correct, I guess. I think that was discussed that he was kind of correct in saying that um, you need to cool your jets, boy, or some kind of whatever. Whatever, you know, I'll, I'll just refrain from saying anything completely inappropriate about it. But... Uh, <laughs> I'm like I don't I don't want to see it I don't want to see it and and she comes and she was kind of kind of hitting me with it more I'm like you know I, I please go see it go see it with your friends go see it with someone that wants to see it I don't want to see it I don't have to see it and she went on to say that I can be she was like why do you not want because I don't want to because I don't have to um. And she said, uh, you're just annoying about things sometimes. Like, I go, that's slightly annoying to you. This Top Gun conversation has been 30 years of annoyance to me. 30 years, and I'm not remote. It's got to be 30 years, right? Wait a minute. Shit. What is it? Top Gun? It's got to be 88. It's got to be fucking 88, right? Here's a little known fact um, that I have heard through gossip or what have you um, Scott Vincent James Bayo also known as Chachi or blah blah blog blog guy from the, the thing show the rest of development he I guess was offered Top Gun and turned it down whatever version of Top Gun that would have been and it wouldn't have had nearly the budget it would have been but somehow I believe he has said that or has been said and uh, I say well a version of Top Gun was turned down and somehow it switched over to uh, I, I don't I don't know who knows that's hilarious I honestly there's no doubt in my mind if they made that shitty version of Top Gun in 1980 uh, oh 86 I'm looking it up now 86 god was I off by two years I'm losing my touch so 86 I actually thought it was 86 at first and then, and then I, I, I thought 88 because I, I thought 88 would have been uh, the year Cocktail came out I worked in a theater that uh, played Cocktail so uh, I'm ashamed to say I have seen Cocktail. And I, I, I regret it. <clears throat> so, 
Um, no Top Gun for me. So, uh, anyway, I'm getting distracted looking through the wormhole of uh, IMDb here. So, I'm really annoying to my girlfriend, and I apologize, but I, I don't want to see Top Gun Part 2. I feel like I've endured all of Top Gun without actually seeing it. It has been dissected, it has been aired and played out. I actually have a story, as a, and this, is, this goes back 24 years ago. Um, yeah, God, 24 years ago, probably. Yeah, easily. Is it had, it had to be like 90, uh, it's probably maybe it's a little late. 97, 98. Um, I was visiting my girlfriend's parents at the time in Gibraltar, Michigan. And her father was showing me his awesome sound system, of which he had a huge um, square TV screen that was the size of. Uh, you know, the size of a smart car, pretty much, in his living room. And a, uh, and, you know, he's, put, he's like, oh, let me show you the sound system, you know. He juices everything up, puts all the levels at it. And what does he do? How does he show it to me? Pops in his VHS copy of Top Gun, which I do remember. The uh, long lenses on those... Uh, Jet airplane buttholes. The uh, the jets. They're dilating. They're big jets are coming in. The shot. I believe it's by it. The magic hour. It's got a little sunset going on behind it, and uh, you can see the the jet engines dilate as the the propulsion is thrusting out. And you just just feel the. Um, her, her, her dad's nutsack filling up with, with sperm as he's watching it. So anyway, uh, the um, he's putting it on the show. And I was like, all right, I'm kind of nodding my head. Like, That's cool. Yeah, it's really good. It's really nice. And I said, you know, it's funny is uh, I've I've actually never never seen Top Gun. He's like, oh, do you want to watch it? I go, no, I I don't I don't ever want to see it. You know, no, 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 no. I don't, I don't. You should watch it. You know, same conversation. I had it. You should watch. Nah, I just like other kinds of movies. I don't. I don't really like these kinds of movies. And uh, it just. Oh god, just like it's like no. And it was late. He already had to go to fucking bed anyway. He would have stayed up later for what two hours to see Top Gun. And I, I was insistent, as I am to this day, that I'm not seeing Top Gun. Not seeing it. Ooh, good old Top Gun. One hour and 50 minutes long. They spared us 10 minutes. Top Gun. That could have easily been a two hour and five minute movie. But thankfully they they, they didn't. I wonder what Top Gun 2 is. It's, that's got to be over two hours. Anyway, I've ever seen Top Gun 2. Um, they got uh, Goose from Revenge of the Nerds. His son crying about his dead dad. Who I think I looked it up to see. what they, I literally looked this kind of shit up. Like, okay, when was that kid born, and when does Goose die in real time? And I think it's a little off. So, apparently I'm super annoying. Didn't want to see Top Gun. I hope my girlfriend sees it to get out of the way. Here's what's going to happen. We're not going to get around to seeing Top Gun anyway, because we don't see a lot of movies um, sometimes. Because they're fucking long, and it's, it's like a big deal. So, 
she will really want to see Top Gun when it is relevant. And then once it's irrelevant, she'll 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 fucking forget. She'll just it'll be in and out. Like I doubt she wants to see Spider-Man 3, Mr. Multiverse and Me, or whatever it's called. Uh, but she wanted to see when it came out. But now it's not really rough. She probably doesn't want to see it. So that's... That's, uh, yeah. That's how super annoying I am. And like, and like I said, I just... I'd, stop. Stop gaslighting me, people. Stop mansplaining why I got to see Top Gun. No one has to see Top Gun. Here's a little here's a little known fact. I have seen Saturday Night Fever. I don't I can't even count how many times I've seen Saturday Night Fever. I also can't count how many times I've seen Stayin' Alive. Um Stayin' Alive is the 19 what is that 81 82 sequel to Saturday Night Fever, which I call a a fucking apology for Saturday Night Fever. Uh, I've seen Saturday Night Fever Many t- many times, including the rare PG version, which is how I first saw it. I've seen that many times. Haven't seen that in, I would say, forty years. Forty years ago, I was a, I was a pretty big expert on the PG movie, the PG version of Saturday Night Fever. Seen Saturday Night Fever many times. Staying live, I've seen it many times. You know why? Because when I watched Saturday Night Fever, and in the last four years, I have seen Saturday Night Fever. Um, I'd say in the last six years I've probably seen it three or four times and I always nearly always follow up with watching Staying Alive I always feel that I gotta go right into the next one and I can't stand Staying Alive it is so painful every time I watch it I punish myself when I watch it uh, because I just I just want to I, I want to continue the story just Warts and all, I want to feel the pain that I feel. And there's a few moments I like, a few things I love. There's a few things I love cringing at in Staying Alive and how stupid it is and how much care they did not take for the sequel to Saturday Night Fever. But that being said, no one has to see Staying Alive. And the equivalent of that is is everyone telling me I got to see Top Gun if I just went on, just went on a big time, you gotta see Staying Alive. No, no, seriously. Rent it tonight. You gotta see it. There's no excuse. You gotta see Staying Alive. Annoying as fuck. It'd be annoying as fuck if I went on and told people they have to see a movie that they don't want to see. And no one wants to see Staying Alive. That being said, you should see a movie uh, that I've actually watched um, in, in conjunction with Staying Alive. There's a movie called I want to say, oh shit, it's got these weird titles. It's from it's made in Italy, and it's the thing with two left feet. Wait a minute. All right, it's let me just I just gotta describe it. But it's a it's a weird movie that exploits Saturday Night Fever, and what they have is they have a very impeccable John Travolta lookalike who plays a nerd who's a cook in a restaurant and Saturday Night Fever is the biggest movie playing and then they find this guy and this is in, in the middle of nowhere Italy and they find a guy that looks just like John Travolta and they they dress him up 
and have him do do something. I've seen it a couple times. I I fucking love that movie, man. I fucking love it. Uh, and it was on Prime, and I, and I mean it was on Prime for free. I've seen it about three or four times. That that movie, Italian. It stars it co-stars um, Ciccone, who is a also a porn star from Italy. Uh, and she was like the love interest, and she was like a crossover. She was like did porn and did just you know legitimate, not so mainstream movies. Did this uh, thing with two left feet. Thing with two left feet. Is that what it is? Look it up, man. Look it up, and you should see it. You should see that movie before seeing Staying Alive. But I watched all three of them together like a couple years ago because they're all on Prime, and I was so just so much joy getting uh, the two. Because I discovered that movie later. So anyway, Top Gun 2 in theaters now. Just fuck yourself. Go fuck yourself. No one's got to see that. Uh, should release this. Should keep releasing this. My girlfriend will not hear this podcast. She probably wouldn't like it very much. But yeah, ongoing. Apparently I'm annoying because I don't want to see a movie I don't want to see. I'm annoying. 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 Fuck Top Gun forever. And if they make Top Gun three, Snoke is Snoke. It's that. It's that. Yeah. Sorry. Nothing at all. Nothing. You got this. You got. It ain't got to leave No, I just not. Like all too many of his contemporaries, Tom is experimenting with something he knows little about. Something about which too little is known by anyone. Marijuana. It's a scene which must have been played out countless times in countless ways, all equally heartbreaking. The father-son confrontation. Mom smokes like a chimney. And you have a drink every day and smoke too. It's not the same. Why not? It's easy for you to stand there with a cigarette in one hand and a drink in another and tell us not to blow pot. Have you really considered all the consequences? There's not a shred of evidence that marijuana is any worse than nicotine or alcohol. You can get cancer. Your liver can rot away. Well, let's say you're right. You rather look down on my generation for getting hung up on smoking and drinking, knowing it's bad for us. You think we're stupid. Maybe you're right. I, uh, the other, uh, a few weeks back, I, uh, I, I was still coasting on this iPhone 7. iPhone 7? Maybe it was an iPhone 6. I think it was an iPhone 6. Anyway, despite not knowing what the fuck I had, I had a phone. Um, all of a sudden, out of the blue, it just stopped receiving and making calls. I kept, anytime I called somebody, it stopped as soon as it called and, uh, couldn't, couldn't complete the call as dialed. And at first I thought it was because I was inside of a big factory where I was working at the time and um, I thought well, maybe the bit building is blocking out the rays or w- whatever you want to call it. I was getting, I was not getting calls. I was not able to make calls. Uh, every time I dialed, it said call failed. 
Every call I received went right to voicemail. Trying to figure it out, trying to Google it, trying to clear off apps on my phone, trying to free up some space, trying to figure out what's going on here. Again, I got an iPhone 6. Second hand, I'm the second user of it. And it's, it's you know, it's, it's a bit clunky. It's not pulling up apps very quickly. It's slowed down. Oh, and let me make this very clear. As soon as new iPhones start coming out, it just started slowing down. And I am one of those people that says, yes, they are out to fuck you over. They, what is the term? Um, planned obsolescence. That phone undoubtedly could probably work for 20 years. No doubt in my mind that it's a big fallacy that somehow there's no working parts, there's no moving parts. Yeah, there's updates of apps, there's glitches, but in this technological wonderland that we live in, you're going to tell me that uh, suddenly the gears and motors of solid state drive technology wears out. Not, not really buying it. I think it's on purpose. I think it's made that way. So I went to the iPhone store. Well, no, I went to the went to my provider, and uh, which is AT and T. Went to an AT and T store, and I said, "Hey, you know, I need to fix my phone. You know, and that was my whole goal was not to get a new phone. My whole goal was them to fix my current phone, and I kind of wanted to do it for free. I, I felt like they 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 owed me." Because that's the kind of prick I am when I go into a store like that. So I uh, totally went in there. And uh, <laughs> they're like, oh, do you have an iPhone? What do you got, a 6? Yeah, I got a 6. Oh, you're on 3G still. Yeah, they're not doing 3G anymore. And I'm like, what? what does that mean they're not doing it anymore? What the, so everyone, just you guys, AT&T... I kind of read 3G was going down, but I didn't think mine was still 3G. I thought 3G was kind of pre-6. Sure enough, he goes and he cursory asks his manager, Hey, uh, is the iPhone 6 3G? This guy's brand new, too. It's like his third day on the job. Oh, yeah, that's 3G. He's like, yeah, yeah, they're not doing 3G. They're not doing 3G anymore. You got to get a new phone. I'm like, that's ridiculous. They, they, they can't. This is their reason. They can't afford to maintain all the 3G towers anymore because everything's got to go up to, um, I guess it's 5G, the one that uh, is um, spreading coronavirus. Bill Gates is implanting microchips into us. All the all the conspiracy theories that came out right during the uh, pandemic there. The scamdemic. The controller virus. Uh, so during that, everyone, I guess people, weren't British people whipping down 5G towers because they thought it was spreading the virus through that. Somewhat connected to the Bill Gates technology or that he is able to, no, that's in the, a little later, that must be in the, the vaccine that they're implementing little, um, tiny nanobite technologies. So... Fine. Yeah, I was like, I'm fucking as I am every time I'm getting a new phone. Every time, I am uh, fucking livid. I am like, oh, they can't afford us cheapskates to hold on to our old phones for another four or five years. No, no, they can. They can provide service for it. They're not losing money. Spare me your, your spare me your AT and T sob story. 
at how they just can't seem to provide the most fundamental thing of, of answering calls. I mean, fine. If I have a if I have apps that go out, fine. That's my fault. I'll live with it. There's no way Facebook's going to be able to not have 3G versions or older cell phone versions for their older cell phone users. I was having a problem with Amazon. Amazon could the Amazon app wasn't complying for mine. They weren't making an old app for it. It's like it had to be a new app. A few apps over here and there, I just they wouldn't work anymore. And it's like, all right, fine. That's another fuck you to you because you can you can provide those apps. Don't give me this fucking shit that you can't fucking uh, keep up anymore somehow. Something that's pretty much you know invisible, odorless, and tasteless. Something as uh, simple as a uh, as an app on a solid state drive takes up 220 you know what megabytes on my system and my phone really you can't maintain that that it's too much too much for you guys not buying it horse shit horse shit is what i say to that so i um i said okay i got to get a new phone I got a 12 i believe i didn't get the 3 camera one i got the one with the two cameras very nice camera. It's a very nice phone. Certainly enjoy having a operational phone. But after I got the phone, I got home. And I'm still a little pissed. All right, let me tell you something. Yes, I am going to be pissed about this. No headphone jack has provided a fucking astronomical hassle for me. I like to listen to podcasts a lot. And I like a, phone, a headphone jack. I like buying sh- cheap, shitty earbuds. And, you know, I buy four of them at a time for about 10 or 20 bucks. They wear out after six months. I buy a handful more. You know, whatever. It's, they'll, they'll be around. These new ones are expensive. You know, the, the well, they're either expensive or they don't work. Like the adapter to the old phone. Those things never work. You get a little, um, you know, iPhone lightning thing to a headphone jack, which, again, Provides trouble while charging while listening to shit overnight. I like to listen to shit all night long when I'm sleeping. I like to hear voices gabbing and I'm dreaming away at whatever they're talking about. I love it. So I got to get one of those like wireless chargers, which I guess kind of works, but it's still a hassle. I, I have to, you know, the, the, these Apple made jacks where it's just one plug, one hole. And you can't do it while you're listening to it. It's just a fucking pain in the ass. And no one's going to convince me that it's not. So I got to get these new jacks. Didn't come with it, by the way. I had to buy that later. Realized, oh, no headphones with this. That's right. More shit for you to buy. Oh, guess what? All those old chargers? Yep, they don't really work very well. They work slowly. We've made it better. But at the same time, we changed the connector on the end. It's not a, it's not a standard USB. It's a USB-C, perhaps. Like VHSC, it's a little tiny thing and not a standard USB jack. Yep, another big fuck you from Apple from me to you. From Apple from you. From Apple to you, fuck you. Apple, fuck you, is what we say to our customers every three to five years. Thank you for shopping with Apple. We'll say fuck you in advance. So fuck you, says Apple to me. They say it all the time when their shit goes south. So I, uh, I'm all right. So I'm I, it's fucking. I'm sitting there, I, and again, I, again, I'm not a happy customer because I want this old phone to work. I just want the old phone to work. I just want to use it as a phone. I want to look at my Facebook, take some pictures. I don't care, you know. 
another thing that happens, and this is something that um, is no matter what, a fight with me and my girlfriend every single time it's brought up. Every time my phone fills up, I had like a, with a 64 gigabyte, which isn't very much when you fill it up full of videos, especially slow motion like I like, or the uh, stills. And you gotta download and, and all that. And and here's and of course, sorry, you have no more space. Please pay us $5 a month to give you space. No, I don't wanna do it. I don't wanna do it. Girlfriend says, just do it. I don't understand why you're so stupid. You spend money on things, and I go because that's a lot of money. After a while, it adds up. It's five dollars a month or something like that, and and I don't I don't need it, man. I can do it. I don't need my shit on the cloud. All right, I can curate my own work myself. I can buy thumb drives. I can buy this. I can buy it, stick it on a computer. I can offshoot it, clear out the space. Hopefully, it's still there and data, whatever. But I don't want to go to. The, I don't. I don't want to pay them more money. And I don't think I have to explain myself for this. So, girlfriend yells at me, says, you should do it, I do it, I just do it, I don't care. I already got to spend five more extra bucks for this new phone that I gotta keep for four years. It's gonna, gonna, gonna fucking work very well in whatever time. Um, and they've got me, they've got me tethered. So, they, uh, <laughs> so they, anyway, they're fucking me over. They're totally fucking me over. And, 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 and this, this habit they have it just constantly you need more space. Upgrade now. You need more space. Every time I push a button, every time I click a, a picture, every time I want to save something, every time I make a copy of something, you know, I have to remember I go home and do this and that, or I got to start deleting shit and start you know, deciding do I want to do stuff or whatever. More or less, sometimes it's fine. But the rate that it hammers you with telling you to upgrade, it's constantly giving you a little red button saying, you need to upgrade, you need to upgrade, you need to upgrade, you need to, sorry, not enough space, not enough space. You need to upgrade. Fuck you. I'll, I won't do it. So, girlfriend yells at me. I yell at her. We're yelling at each other. And I tell her, I'm like, you've never logged in to get your shit back. You know, how many times you go into the club? I don't need to. It's on my phone. No, 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 no. It's on your phone, but it's on the other thing, too. Uh, you've never retrieved any data off there. And uh, especially if you want to delete a picture you don't want. I mean, it saves all that stupid shit. I think it saves all the stupid... If you delete stuff off your phone, I think it's still in your overpriced cloud. If I'm not mistaken. And if anyone wants to call in, or call in, yeah. Call in um, 969-KSHE. Call in... Uh, uh, leave a message on my Anchor account. I can't figure... I, no one's, I've only got one of those. Anyway... Radio at gmail.com. Explain this to me. Explain to me why I'm a dumb piece of shit. That's fine. Please do. I'm up for the debate. Perhaps. Perhaps you're right. So, uh, I say to the clerk, there's two clerks. There's one that's kind of training and then there's real snotty uh, girl that just hates me the second. You know, the, the guy selling me is kind of because my ass kind of warming me up a little bit. The woman there who's been working there longer is still like me. Fucking... Is, is probably picturing a piano falling on my head as soon as I walk out of the store. She hopes a safe will be will drop out of the sky and on top of my head seconds after we make this uh, arrangement with Apple to, to give them uh, more money for a phone that I want. I just want to fix my old phone. So, I say to the clerk, I go, hey, is there any way to make it stop telling me to upgrade to the cloud? Because uh, I'm never going to do it. There's no way I'm ever going to do it. 
Is there some signal, some sort of setting? Can I make it clear that this is not ever going to happen between me and you guys? And uh, she said, nope, nope. Constantly pester people into doing it. And that's how they get people to do it. Just constantly, just, I said, so that's the nature of my relationship with this phone. An abusive one. She just kind of rolled her eyes at me. Fucking millennial. So, uh, yeah, yeah, that's what they do. They do that. They do, and, and again, girlfriend says she's got it. It's on my phone. I don't need to go to the cloud. Yeah, you kind of do. If you lose everything on your phone, you're going to have to figure out how to get your shit back. And the thing is, I've, I've tried to go to the cloud to see what, what they've got, you know, with what my 2014, you know, whatever pictures I have, I, I assume, pic- can't do it. They, they got it set up. It's like they want you to upgrade it for you to even look at it. I'm not kidding. And if I'm wrong, please edify me. Filmbenderradio at gmail.com. Let me know. Let me know, boys and girls. Am I the asshole here? Probably. But I have a feeling I got a sneaking suspicion that I'm right. That's how everyone saw that's how everyone saw pictures of Jennifer Lawrence. Because she took a bunch of pictures. She got her shit hacked. And um, she took self self-made pictures on her, I don't know, probably an iPhone 6 at the time, a long time ago. I think it was after she did uh, she played the blue lady in the X-Men movie and uh, and of course you know once that's out there someone hacked her cloud which she theoretically with her uh, level of um, her her level of exposure no pun intended actually normally it would be I often say things with a pun intended but this time I wasn't with her level of um, notoriety I would think that they would have you know she would have to like double check make sure that shit doesn't end up on the cloud if she's doing that kind of shit granted if you were to say that out in public say hey maybe she should have kept a tighter lock on her shit you know what happens they all berate you for blaming the victim blaming the victim so and again too bad. You know, you, you had your shit hacked. You should have fucking locked it down. I get it. We shouldn't be looking up Jennifer Lawrence pictures that she doesn't want you to see. But she should have been more careful. She should have just taken it on a on a nicer still camera and then kept the disc. Something that doesn't just download it to someone else's third-party site that I guess uh, a little boy can hack, probably. Who knows how they'll do it. They'll never find that hacker. Whoever it is. Probably China. So, uh... So yeah, I got I got y'all cheesed off about that. Got cheesed, and I can't believe I still can't. I'm still this phone even filled up all the shit from my old phone. So I got to somehow just I got to start clearing it off and do the thing. Cause I, I I was doing pretty good. I'm I'm kit capturing my stuff, trying to upload, especially the slow motion videos. Here's the fucked up thing: we make a slow motion video. You make a slow motion video, you immediately want to upload it to um, uh, Vimeo or even YouTube, just as a backup. Keep it, you know, keep it backed up there, which is a very applicable way of doing it. Guess what? Slow motion turns to regular motion when you do that. Why? No explanation. Because fuck you from Apple is why. So another fuck you from Apple. 
So you gotta go into my, I gotta go into my iMovie and make another movie of it and then upload it. It's a big fucking deal. And I can, I could probably descale it, I guess, because it's, it's in, I, I guess if I'm doing it at 120, is it still in 120 when I put it up or is it dropping it down to 30 frames when I, I don't, I don't fucking know. Do you even know what I'm fucking talking about? Maybe not. A lot of you probably don't know the logistics. What do you do? When you're shooting in slow motion, you're shooting anywhere from 20, 240 to 120 frames a second. Which makes it slow down because you're watching it in, what is it, 20, probably me, hopefully 24 frames a second is what I'm watching. That's why, that's why I generally try to set my stuff. So, um, then you upload it and suddenly it's in real motion. Are those frames still there? I don't know. I don't know. But it's a bit, but the only way you can do it is if you download it, do it on your computer, put it up there. I got kind of a clunky computer right now and I don't really have a super Mac. I don't have a super Apple to say fuck you to me. So what I got is a... Whatever. It doesn't, doesn't fucking matter. I, it fucking... You, I, you sh, I, I shot it in slow motion so that the film... So that the video could remain in slow motion. Forever. That's why I shot it. That's the decision I made. It was a final decision. I shot it in slow motion. I shouldn't have to load it up to YouTube and then see it in regular motion. I don't ever want to see it that way. I didn't want it. I didn't shoot it that way. I know what I'm doing. And honestly, Apple doesn't know what they're doing. Unless <laughs> what they're doing is to piss you off. I should say piss me off. Probably doesn't piss anyone off but me. But these are my serious problems, boys and girls. So, the goddamn phone. Just fucking. It hurts me. It hurts me in ways I cannot describe. So I gotta go, go through that. Now, of course, I got a nicer phone. I can do it. I can do the stop. I can do the, the I can throw it in the program, whatever, the iMovie, and then make the other clip and then delete the clips. Big pain in the ass. Thank you, Apple, for making everything a pain in the ass. So I have to pay more for my shit that's mine. It's mine. It's not yours. Unless you read your contract, boys and girls. I don't think everything I do do on that thing is mine. I think it's kind of theirs, too. I think they own it. That's what I think. So, uh, yeah, so I've got a, uh, I've got a nice new phone. It takes wonderful pictures. I'm happy with every picture I take. And the ones I'm not, I delete. And somewhere it's on half of a cloud a- application. So, yeah, I didn't get the cloud. Still not getting the clouds. Not bringing it up with my girlfriend because she just doesn't, doesn't. She would rather just spend the money. I would rather say, no, I don't want to give... They, they're, already, they're already taking too much. They're already... Already taking too much out of me. That's what they do. So take your iPhone. Didn't they make... I thought Android make, made phones. I don't understand why this isn't here. Why, you know, if Apple wants to be the best goddamn phone in the world. Where there's a port for a SD drive. My buddy, and this, I want to say he's like almost like eight years ago to get an Android and he could stick a micro SD card or an SD card and it, it you could do it on that or or the hard I'd rather just do it on a separate removable drive it's certainly big enough for it but they don't want that that's too convenient that's too nice of them to do it's easier it's easier for them I should say it, it's more profitable for them make your life difficult so yeah that's that's an iPhone for you that's the relationship I have with the iPhone 
I've had it with every iPhone. Airport. In one case, a video that went viral showed Afghans falling to their death as the plane took off. We've got to remind the people of God what this is all about. The Bulls McLean Radio Hour, a monthly podcast designed to inspire people and tell them how to think. Today's one-star review of strip clubs come from Montana. All right, this place is from uh, Teasers in Montana. First review, John Frickin' Joe. John Frickin' Doe. Will not be back. I was regular with a regular girl. The girl promised extra songs, but ended up shorting me with only two songs. She wouldn't talk about it. Yeah, I don't know if they're supposed to do that. Is that right? Then she took my money and refused to come back for a dance. We had exchanged numbers and she admitted she did it on purpose and apologized and promised me extra songs to make it up for her in a text message. When I showed up, I didn't even get the three songs I paid for, not to mention extra. I won't be back. And guys, count your songs. Two exclamation mark points. Yeah. Huh. Well, how's that work? They they uh, get a discount. Huh. Yeah. I I think that they have policies. If they're gonna give you extra songs, uh, I would imagine they probably have a policy against what you're doing. You're probably um. Well, anyway, here's the response from the owner here. Sounds like you are both in the wrong. It is a shame you never took the time to speak with the manager as he would have helped straighten out this issue. I am guessing you did not because you knew you were in the wrong as well. Have a nice day. See, exactly. Have a nice frickin' day, John fucking Doe. John frickin' Doe. Okay, Adam Rar. This is a year ago. Wasted money at the door, went and sat down, and waitress came right up and asked what I wanted to drink. Wasted 20 minutes. She never came back, so walked to the bar after 10 minutes of waiting there. The bartender looking at me several times, comma, she kept serving others that walked up. Will not go back, comma. Don't waste your time. Go in here, comma. The girls I saw working didn't look like too high class of talent. Mm. Amazing. And uh, you don't have the best strippers in, in uh, Teasers, Montana. Well, I don't know. Who knows? It doesn't sound like you even got 
a chance to find out. Talent was the talentless was in the the bartender dress, bartender. Okay, Nicole Silverson, Silverson only. This is from five years ago. One star, five years ago. You got a good record. Only in town for two days, Sunday and Monday, and both days you are closed. Very dissatisfied. No punctuation. All right. The response from the owner is... Nothing we could do to help with your issue, as you never took the time to let us know of your issue. It is a shame, as we could have easily helped to remedy it. Your ending comment is classless. I am sure we will all be happier if you did not stop back in. Social media platforms like this are very one-sided. They bring out the worst side of probably very nice people. Have a nice week. All right, here we go. Mark Wyatt, three years ago. This is what he had to say. He was going five years and then three. We're all over the place. This is consistent. Mark Wyatt, the website says they are open until two, but that's a bit deceiving. I grabbed a shower, a couple hundred bucks, and walked over in the rain from the truck stop. That sounds glamorous. That's uh, the makings of a fairy tale. This is uh, how I envision Pretty Woman Part Two to start with both. Um, with the uh, let's get let's get what's her face and what's his face in there, you know the the girl from uh, Mystic Pizza and the guy with the the gerbil thing. Okay, but although the website says 2 a.m. I bellied up to the bar at 1.35. I can see where this is going. This is how it works. At 1.35, you're coming to the place. You're not the good guy, buddy. You're not the good guy. They want to get out of there at any place, especially a place that serves assholes who are drunk. Okay, so bellied up to the bar at 1.30 a.m. And the bartender told me she just made last call. You know, I, that's not my favorite ratio. 135, uh, you got, what, 25 minutes. I like last call, mm, a good quarter till, maybe 10 till in a good on a good day. Uh, but yeah, that, that's how that works, though. You, you, you got too many factors here. When you're serving drinks at 135 and closings at 2, buddy. Uh, in every bar I've ever been, last call means that this drink will be your last. Well, that is true. But last call can be on a sliding scale to the bar or the business's discretion. But I guess she thinks it means we're closed. Yeah, if you don't even have one drink in you, you don't have any reason to be there. Although, albeit there is... There is um, entertainment. Maybe you can throw a few dollars and cents out there. She told me that the bar quit serving at about 125. Well, that's early, but you know what? They got to deal with all kinds of shit at these fucking places. And this is the response from the owner. Mark, I'm sorry you couldn't get a drink. We are open till 2 a.m. However, we don't serve alcohol till 2 a.m. How, how's that going to work? Seems like a very poor business model. 
you still could have enjoyed some time with the dancers. We do follow what is called bar time. We do that so we can follow state law and have all the customers out at 2 a.m. It is not worth risking the jobs of 50 people to serve a couple of dinks at the end of the night. Dinks. Yeah, you don't want to be caught serving those dinks. Okay, here we go. Elliot Kellier. Elliot Keller. They do not follow CDC guidelines. None of the staff was wearing masks or any clothes at all for that matter. Yes, that is true. You are at a strip club where they are stripped of their dignity. No, I'm just kidding. They're stripped of their clothing. Oh, food was decent though. You ate there? You're worried about CDC guidelines. And you ate, what, a, a, a chili dog at a strip club? Didn't I do one where there was a lobster tank? There was a, a lobster. They, they said something about the lobster at the strip club was terrible. I think that was like an earlier episode of mine. I'm sure no one will write in and tell me. All right. This is, um, this is Big Jake. Ten months ago. We're all over the place. So, me, me and the missus went out there. The food was good. Bartender, great. Went over to the other side. Assume there's some kind of separation of businesses or facilities, some kind of separation of services. Maybe the food over here and then the um, naked ladies over there. It used to be the strippers would take their clothes off on stage. Seems like no matter how much money we put down, that didn't happen. Definitely went downhill compared to what it used to be. Would not recommend Sagebrush Sam's out of Buttle would probably be the better option. Sagebrush Sam's out of Buttle, <laughs> out of the Buttle, would probably be a better option. Yep. So after that review, I had to check out Sagebrush Sam's <laughs> hidden agenda. What's going on here? Okay, Sagebrush Sam's. This person is called Hidden Agenda. Perhaps his agenda is hidden. There's no way of knowing. This is from two months ago. $10 cover. No problem. $7 drink. Absolutely. The room smelled like old fryer grease, so much so that my eyes started to hurt. So, Sagebrush Sam's also serves food. That's, that's hot. Let's see. When I walked up to one girl was had just finished her set uh, when I walked in one girl was had just finished her set period the next girl came out and started her set lovely girl an easy seven great body stage name Lily I sat at a table had a drink tipped the stage show got another drink Another girl on stage, maybe a four. Well, that's, that's harsh. We have these absurd standards for our strippers at Sagebrush Sam's in, uh, on Buttle Road in Montana. It's on Buttle Road. Oh, no, I'm sorry. It's in Buttle. Sagebrush Sam's, just so you know, a little, little shout out to these guys. They are at, read the, check out this address. 122040. Nistler Road, Buttle, 
Montana. I just buttle. Oh, is it? You know what? I'm a fucking idiot. It's Butte. It's Butte. I threw a T in there. Or I threw an L in there somewhere. Okay. It's fucking... I don't... Whatever. Buttle. I said buttle a lot. And it's Butte. Butte. Because, boys and girls, I am completely illiterate. It's no secret. Oh, and here's where it gets pretty interesting at Sagebrush Sam's. I like this. Jackson M. Ten months ago. One star. Owner has an illegal camera in the girls' locker room. Doesn't allow any workers to take breaks. And the food here will literally make you sick. This place should be investigated. Yeah, I'm sure they'll, I'm sure they'll get right on that. All right. Um... Mr. Jarrett Yeager, three years ago, one star, had this to say about Sagebrush Sam's. Too bad this place isn't open during the daytime. Yes, as I say that about any strip club establishment. Too bad. I was hoping to spend some bucks. I'm I'm sorry. I was hoping to spend some big bucks, but I'll have to head out by the time this place opens. But I have to head out by the time this place opens. Yeah, you go. Your loss. You forgot. You, 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 You neglected. Jarrett Yeager's Big Bucks. And there's a guy named Jay Goodman. A month ago, Sagebrush Sam's, Sagebrush Sam's, in what I now call Buttle, Montana, just said this. I had fun? Question mark. I had fun? Question mark. It's, he's not certain. Well, and that's it for Sagebrush Sam's. Okay. This is also, I think, in Buttle here. We'll just call it. They should just call the strip club Buttle. Buttle Strip Club. We feature the best Buttle Strip Club. The strip club with the best Buttle. Okay. Uh, Mr. Paul E. He's pretty shy about his last name here. Dead on Sunday and still get kicked out. What a joke. Dead on Sunday and still get kicked out. What a joke. (laughs) Response from the owner. You were asked to leave at bar time and then we proceeded to make, and then you proceeded to make a scene. Paul, we have to abide by the same laws and we're sorry you felt that we could break the law for you. Here in Buttle, Buttle, Montana. All right, Mr. Sam Rama 9. Oh, Cy Rama 9. This is Fox Club Cabaret in Missoula, Montana. Missoula does not sound like a body part like bottles. Okay, enough enough of the fucking bottle jokes. It was funny uh, the first 17 times, and it just went fucking went downhill after that. It wasn't funny anymore, but you just kept choking the chicken of that joke over and over again and somehow you think saying buttle this and buttle that and butthole 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 is fucking funny it's not it was funny an hour ago it's not funny anymore shut up dude that's the uh that's the internal dialogue in my head all right sam sai rama nine sai s-a-i rama r-a-m-a nine 
thought it was Sam Raimi when I first saw it. I was hoping it was Sam Raimi. One star, two years ago. One of the un- oh, one of the unimpressive strip I have ever seen. One of the unimpressive strip I have ever seen. Not an impressive sentence, but I understand. I do those things too. The pole platform is not convenient for audience as dancers can't able to come close while they dance. Period. VP room access for 30 minutes is $400. Yeah, which is very high. It's true. I can, I can, you know what? I relate. That is very high. Okay. Lap dance is $20. Well, that's weird. They got that thing where they do the, the dollar sign at the end. I hate that. It's not cool. I guess maybe that's a foreign thing. Maybe we should, maybe we should lighten the fuck up on these people. Not everyone's from America. Lap dance is $20. For 400 Jesus fucking Christ, what do you get for that? A fucking, a fucking divorce, probably. This club has been not impressed by me if I do compare with other strips I have visited. Okay, not an idiot, just the language barrier. That's all right. I should, you know, I should, I should lighten the fuck up is what I should do. Lighten the fuck up on these fucking people. I mean, we have some serious victims here. I feel sorry for them. Okay, this is located in the middle of the city. I think this is also a problem as dancers as conservative in nature. I think this is also a problem as dancers as conservative in nature. Nature! Okay. Conservative meaning you're a person of color and they want to see your... uh, your voter registration card. They probably want to see. They probably don't. Uh, they probably think you were uh, behind 9/11 or something. I don't know. Okay. Uh, Sammy Stoker. Sammy S A M I Stoker. And here's what Sammy. I'm gonna say she has to say. One star. Three years ago. Definitely discriminated. Like six exclamation points. Came in ready for a good time. Exclamation point. Dancing my way into the club period and exclamation point I walked in tossed my ID on the counter and it slid off I'd she actually said I apostrophe D is I'd but I know what she says I get it I get it yeah ID on the counter and it slid off and was told I was intoxicated as well as intoxicating alright when in fact I was not four exclamation points how would they know exclamation point that is 100% that is 100% my personality I was so excited to see ladies and have a good time good time is what they wanted to have but they didn't have it because they, they had one star and they didn't give me a chance to prove I was not not one I feel like they would have come down and had me walk a line anything to prove I was not exclamation point instead they turned me away worst feeling worst people and was treated like dirt from the girl working so make sure you walk in and sit as if you are walking into a jail not to have 
a good time. A good time. A good time was not had by Sammy Stoker. Sammy Stoker. All right. That was a big one, boys and girls. Hope you fastened your seatbelts. It's a long one today. Ashton Dawson Parks said this. Fox Club Cabaret, 2006 Ernest Avenue, Missoula, Montana. Around the corner from Buttle. <laughs> All right. We'll never be returning to this establishment ever. All caps. Again, weirdest experience I've probably ever had. Came in Sunday, February 17th at about 1 a.m. I was with a small group of three people. We came in and my friend, parenthetical, who has never been to the Fox before, walked past the person at the desk on accident. A likely story. The rude, the the girl rudely told her to get back over here now. All I did was laugh and the girl looked at me right and said, I don't like you. In quotes. It was a direct quote. We all thought she was joking. Then she repeatedly saying, I do not like you. When we realized she wasn't joking, I asked her why. And she replied, because you're intoxicated. Boy, there's a big deal here. Apparently I was intoxicated because I laughed. I had two drinks at the bowling alley before even coming there. Two drinks at the bowling alley, she says. She had two drinks at the bowling alley. That's not drunk. That's normal. When I started defending myself and questioning her and didn't even know what to say, this girl hid under the desk. Boy, I'd like to see the I'd like to see the surveillance footage of this conversation. The people I was there with were very respectful and told her she needed to get the manager slash owner, but she still refused to come up from under the desk. We then went inside and explain everything to the bartender. He came back and told us that the lady at the booth was in fact the manager and that we needed to leave because we apparently called her a cunt, a cunt, a cunt, a cunt. Huh, I was left out earlier. Not one person in my group called her that. My boyfriend recorded all of it happening, so Jesus Christ. So we have the proof. Was in fact the manager that we needed to leave because we. Oh, sh- fuck piss. I just goddamn fucking. All right. All right. Let's see. We have the proof that nothing of the nature was ever said. The woman straight up lied just to make sure we would leave. And at that point, we were totally disgusted and shocked that we ended up just leaving. Reading other reviews, this seems to be an ongoing problem with this manager. Apparently, you can't even breathe wrong in front of this woman, and you're not allowed in. Regardless of that fact, what manager acts and talks to customers in the manner and hides from confrontation? That's pretty much your entire job as a manager is to deal with the customers. So unprofessional and disgusting. I would doubt it if that girl was on some type of drug from the behavior she was displaying. I have never encountered anything like that from an establishment. As an owner reading this, I would probably start rethinking of keeping this person 
in a management position because she's costing you business. I actually agree with this reviewer. I, everything she said, there's probably an overreaction aspect to it. And it sounds like she's, I guess this person, I can't remember if it's a boy or girl or um, what have you, who I guess tossed the, the driver's license onto a podium and it slid off or something, is a little overreactionary. Just, um, come on. I get it, man. This kind of place probably brings the worst kind of people here. But, okay. Kicked out before even walking in because my buddy drank a beer outside. Then was treated with the cops. Oh, was treated with the cops for trying to come back later. Would give zero stars if, if uh, able to. Yeah, I never heard of that before. Zero stars. Certainly must be joking. All right. Being in response from the owner, I don't have a map reading on this, so it's gonna be uh, it's gonna be like the old-fashioned Bulls McLean hour. Being rude and disrespectful before even walking through the door will get you this outcome. Manners go a long way. Learn some next time. Worth sparing Matt the time to read that. So uninteresting of a response, but that's why I'm here, boys and girls, to spare Matt time in reading some of the reviews of the strip club. Anyway, hope you've enjoyed this installment of One Star Review of Strip Clubs. Thank you, and come again. Buttle. Alright, today's episode is sponsored by Punk Pop Portraits. PunkPopPortraits.com Punk Pop Portraits are available featuring the artwork of Mr. Matt Willis-Jones. Go to Punk Pop Portraits, mention this podcast, and get 50% off anything he supply, anything he offers on this. <sighs> no, that's not true. He's not offering discounts. He listens to this show. He might do something. He might throw in a keychain or a beer koozie. <laughs> Maybe he's got some swag. Mention this show and get some shitty swag. Because that's what shitty swag's about. Anyway, check out punkpopportraits.com. Look at his work. Buy it because I said so. Oh, you know what's funny? You know, it's hilarious. It's actually not at punkpockportraits.com. It's actually mattwillisjones.com. Is that a forward slash? <clears throat> punk. Punk. Mm, B. S. P. O. O. Shit. P. That, that doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. Punkpockportraits.com. You look it up, you get it. You get, it's not at punkpockportraits.com. I know what the fuck I'm talking about. Uh, It's at... It's, it's an Etsy store. I just want to say Esty. It's an Etsy store. Check it out. Try it out. See what happens. Mention my show, and you see what happens. You see what happens. And I say demand a discount, because I heard on the Bulls McLean Hour you were offering 50 or more percent off on, on all the things. Please say it. I, do, I dare you to. 
please, please uh, go to punkpopportraits.com. Demand a discount. Demand service. Friend um, came in and uh, we sat down. We popped in. Um, we popped in like like there was an open hole in a uh, VCR deck, and I and I shoved VHS tape into an open hole. No, I uh, I put on a, a show we've been watching, uh, which I'm into all these fucking true crime things. I'm I'm like a um, I'm like a bored housewife with true crime podcasts. I listen to them all. And uh, there was one called The Thing About Pam. Fucking loved it. It's a podcast. Listened to the shit out of that thing. Only to be rewarded within... Uh, inside of a couple weeks of listening to this podcast. Um, rewarded with the fact that there's a miniseries that was amazing. And loved it. Watched The Thing About Pam. Followed up with Candy. Candy's a name I hate because I think it's confusing. A lot of movies and things called Candy. But Candy is about a woman named Candy Montgomery, who uh, it was another, um, uh, it wasn't a podcast, but it was a miniseries that starred Jessica Alba, no, what's her fucking, Beale, Jessica Beale. She's married to one of the uh, the backdoor boys or whatever from the, the boy the boy toy group. And she uh, plays a kind of a, kind of a bored housewife that chops up another housewife up with an axe. Totally got away with it too. Um, so, I was watching uh, that miniseries, five or six episodes, and these all take place. The um, the thing about Pam takes place probably about two thousand and seven or something like that. It's the early two thousands. Um, the uh, Candy Montgomery takes place about nineteen eighty something like that, so eighty two. So there's a lot of little, um, nostalgia endorphins being released while you watch it and then uh we're kind of going through hulu just shoves this shit at you once you watch it they're like you like this stuff and you're gonna watch more of it so we get i get kind of into it so we're sitting down after our previous discussion uh about top gun and why not seeing it and she uh and we pop in um uh, the girl from plainfield plainfield and this is about a girl that uh a teenager and probably 08 or something like that. Maybe it was 07. Got my dates wrong. They, they didn't seem to have. I'm not sure if smartphones or maybe it was like 09 or something like that. I don't know. It's this girl fucking talked her suicidal boyfriend into finally committing suicide via text messages. I don't think they had a a real relationship. Um, but it was like a mini series. I don't know. Maybe eight. 10 episodes long and we are almost done and, and she sat down as after we had this thing about the thing called me annoying because I didn't want to see Top Gun which I obviously told you how I felt about that earlier and she made it a point to say you know I probably wouldn't watch this if it weren't for you <laughs> never heard that every time I popped in one of these things she always seemed very excited about it but then all of a sudden we gotta we gotta keep a little score. I try to let her see where her shit, you know. She likes um, 
the show where everyone cries all the time. This is us. You watch that show. God knows. I was thankful I didn't have to watch it. Um, and uh, if she likes anything. It's kind of a she's kind of a uh, Anglophile, so she likes all that British stuff. Is it the Queen? Is it the the something or others? It's all that Queen and Lady Di. Just the epic. The epic story of Queen Elizabeth and, and every one of the inbred cousins that make up the, the monarchy. That whole thing has got to be uh, the crown, right? That's called the crown, right? There ain't no crown on the rocks. So, she watched a lot of stuff. I don't, you know, I don't I don't hinder from watching it, whatever. I don't know, it doesn't matter. It's fucking... I, that was funny. I, I didn't know that she wasn't as into true crime all the time like I was she wasn't a Chardonnay sipping uh, housewife like I I fit the, the bill of so uh, maybe next time I if there's another uh, there's another and here, here's a funny thing about these shows which I noticed after we were halfway through after we had this conversation oh yeah it's really funny about these shows they're all about terrible women <laughs> There's another one. What's the other one? We saw the other one. Um, that was a good one, though. She loved that one. Uh, the one about the one that rams her suburban into the front door of her husband's house. There's like two of those miniseries out there. There's two. There's. It's a great one. Um, all, all, all the true crime podcast. Uh, I can't remember, but that one has. That one's about a terrible house. They're all about these terrible women. I mean, murderous. Just murderous. Like one chops up girl and and sure enough, chops up one of the other moms with an axe. Totally gets away with it. Claims that because she had an affair with her husband that she freaked out and pulled an axe on her. Not a lot of conflicting. Not a lot of evidence to back that up, by the way. And, and and chopping her like 47 times with an axe. That was Candy, Cammie Montgomery, which I'd rather they call it, not Candy. Because Candy's a book by Terry Southern and Mason Hoffenberg and a movie by Christian Maquand from 1968. Um, so they call that one Candy. Yeah, uh, love it all, but it is about these terrible women <laughs> doing terrible things. So next time, if there's another one, and God willing there is, I'll have to, uh, I'll, I'll have to uh, pull a Louis C.K. It says, I'm about to play, play it, say, um, do you want to watch this? Are you sure? So, uh, verify, is there anything I'm doing that is making you, that, is there anything I'm doing that's forcing you to watch this true crime miniseries about a woman that uh, chops up everyone with an axe? I, li- I like the other ones, too. I like all that shit. There's uh, Will Peterson and all that sort of stuff. There's a bunch of that stuff out there I like. But uh, we got to do the... Uh, got to the uh, click here, you know, to terms and conditions to make sure make sure it's all right. So, anyway, I think it's all right. She'll, she'll forget about Top Gun eventually, so... See, see a matinee. It, it's not going to change. It's just the same on the small screen as the big screen. Well, speaking of which, Top Gun, though, I did have a conversation with someone on one of the QAnon groups, and they said uh, Tom Cruise was um, 
executed at Gitmo, and it's not Tom Cruise, it's a guy playing him. And, uh, and you know, that doesn't matter. These people are fucking, they're terrible people. I mean, I, you could feel sorry for them, but why, why would you? Just, just treat them like they're garbage. They're someday going to come, they're going to come under the roost, and all their um, conspiracy theories are just never going to happen. There's never going to be a clearance, they're never going to find out that you know, Nancy Pelosi is, in fact, an 89-year-old woman who was never executed in Gitmo, and their 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 world is going to come crumbling down eventually. When I have no idea. Somehow, some way. And if I am there laughing at it, that's just all the more better for me. That really is. Hey, this is Dan Destro. I'm Billy Noise. And I'm Johnny Savage. And we, and we are, are the, the Savage, Savage kind. kind. And you're listening to the Bulls McLean Hour. Yeah! <laughs> yes, that's right. He is Johnny Savage. I'd like to thank uh, Mr. Matthew Glasson for providing the voice of the irate responses in the strip club owners. I'd like to thank Mr. Tommy Holleran for contributing a lot of music in this episode, and not enough to uh, to Mr. Jason Coner, unfortunately. But we're going to remedy that on the outro as we usually do. Thank you again for joining us for the Bulls McLean Hour. Please feel free to write in with any responses, any complaints, any death threats to filmbenderradio at gmail.com. I will promptly get back to you easily, easily, easily. Very empty mailbox. Go on, children. Anyway, thanks again. Here we go. Miss you every day, Jason. Somebody saw me. 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 Somebody saw me.